audio recording. That's the biggest clap you've ever done. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to This Is My Bourbon Podcast for six years running. Did you almost just fall out of your chair? Mate. <laughs> I'm the Whiskey Mutant. And I'm Perry, the host of this podcast. <laughs> just as scuffed as we ever yeah. were. Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here. Hello, Eric. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. I have had so much coffee today. That my eyeballs are shaking. <laughs> I can see it. You're twitching right now. I, I, I had a lot of coffee. You're sweating more than usual. I am. Yeah. I think that's my body trying to get rid of the caffeine that I took earlier today. Um, you want some Monster? No. <laughs> As he casually sips Monster. If you are here for the first time, thank you so much. Please subscribe. Uh, give us a five-star rating and review what if you haven't you done so. so. Right. It's been it six years. So. Oh, boy. Maybe you left and you came back and then you left again and then you thought, oh, maybe back. I'll give him another chance. And then you're like, oh, I don't know about this. And then, then last week again, happened, and then, then last yeah. week happened and you're like, oh, maybe I should see what's going on. And then you finally decided to stick around. Um, <laughs> if that's the case. Hello. And if you're coming back, thanks for being here. <laughs> I hope you've had a good week. <laughs> um, yeah. Subscribe to the Patreon as well. Uh, if you would be so inclined helps uh, support the show for as little as a dollar a month for as little as five dollars a month you get bonus content every single week including a bonus episode coming out every monday the pregame chats which is us kind of getting warmed up for the main episode comes out before every single episode and then the uncut version of this podcast yeah. that we do bigger longer and uncut uncircumcised <coughs> anyway <laughs> I got nervous. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> today, uh, as of recording, is the six-year anniversary of the podcast coming out. October 27th, 2017, uh, the very first episode, which was called This Is My First Bourbon Podcast. That is catchy. <laughs> Isn't it just? So smart. Uh, where we did a, a <clears throat> bottled and bond blind flight uh, as how, well. How many bottled and bond blind flights do you think you've done since that day? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> how many times have you said bottled and bond? Um, uh, I, that's one of those things where like, when I die, I want to ask God that question. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, God, what is the best bottled and bond from Heaven Hill? JTS Brown. Actually, there's one you really? don't know of. <laughs> if you Bernie know, Lovers you know. Reserve. God, why are you saying if you know, you know? <laughs> You're literally God. You had a podcast. That's the point. You should know this stuff. <laughs> Go to God, hell. <laughs> God, you failed. God, why are you being so <laughs> condescending? Aren't you God? Did you read the Old Testament? <laughs> Aren't you on the Discord? <laughs> the Jesus Christ channel is pretty lit. <laughs> Wait until the apostles go off. <laughs> Everything's transparent, but you still should know other stuff. 
basically just the show me what you got, son, in that one episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but to uh, to celebrate, blonde blonde, because nah. I got one. Oh, well, I was gonna crack this. Well, I'll crack this. this. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna. Well, I want some too. Well, you'll get some. Okay. Well, it's... but you know what else is going on? <laughs> it's, 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 what's happening? It's all. It's trick or treat time. It is trick or treat time. You're right. So, are you gonna get tricked or are you gonna get a treat? <sighs> I'm probably gonna get tricked. Close your eyes. All right. So, flying blind is one a way that we kick off episodes. Uh, is just to, you know, give somebody something good to. Sometimes we eat. Snacks. Or something bad. Sometimes we do something blind. The snacks is called sips and snacks. Why am I, I? I can just turn away from you. I don't have to also have my eyes closed. <laughs> it's better. For whom? <laughs> I don't want you to know what I'm doing. All right. This is very light. Blind. Trick or treat. Oh, no. Don't smell that bad. It really doesn't. We're going to go through the, through the ringer here. Where do you think it's from? Kentucky. Any distillery? Jim Beam. Okay. Proof. No higher than 90. Okay. Well, trick or treat. Cheers. All right. Smell my feet. <laughs> Not too bad. It actually has got better. <gasps> I don't mind that. What are you getting? Oh, okay. What? That's a lot of banana on the back end. Banana. Oh, Ooh, it's banana. This is bananas. Oh, is this a is this a Barton bottled and bond? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'll be honest. <laughs> Serenity now. That's the theme. <laughs> I should know, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. What is this? The Walking Dead. <laughs> it's Spirits of the Apocalypse. This might actually be Jim Beam. I thought it was Bullet. Oh, is it? I don't know. Somebody at one time said it was, but I don't know. It's Vera Banana. -y. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what it is. Vera is what I just. It's Vera Banana. -y. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the Walking Dead bourbon. I've had it since it came out, and it probably tastes better than it ever has. It definitely tastes better than it did. Hey, I was pretty close on proof. Yeah, what is it? 92? 94. 94. First batch. It's right. Been bottled bottled by Diageo. So yeah, it's probably bullet distilled. I've been uh, milking that baby for a while. Milking that zombie baby yeah. right here. So this is our last episode of <laughs> month. Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a good way to. I kind of wish you would have just ended the episode when you said, "So this is our last episode." And just, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> no, it's our last episode of Spooky Month. Um, so we got some movies we're going to talk about, including a Patreon suggested Ooh. movie or Discord. So I guess those two are kind of one and the same at this point. Uh, but what you got? What here? was I going to say? Oh yeah, this thing. Um, <laughs> Firing on all cylinders. I've been holding on to this bottle for a few months with with intent. 
It wasn't just because I forgot about it, even though for a little bit I did forget about I was it. So you've been moving and doing all this stuff. It's yeah, untelling yeah, yeah, what yeah. you found that you forgot about. So this is a an older bottle of Heaven Hill Six Year Bottled and Bond. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I I don't remember specifically what year it's from, but it was like twenty. 16 or 2018 mm, right. maybe even earlier than that 2013 or 14 right before it got crazy yeah um so this would have been out you know kind of around the time that i was getting into bourbon uh but also i figured what better way to celebrate six years of doing the podcast than with a six-year-old bourbon <laughs> wow you see you're so smart i wouldn't know i didn't even put it together oh that's oh listen good. to that crack yeah you lay her down, and then you hear the crack. <laughs> <laughs> what like does a, that even mean? I'm like, a, I like mature women. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Honey, that's my back. Good. <laughs> Good. It better be. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I, You know, I'm down to like a couple of bottles left. You have more so, than that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, you got another one the other day, didn't you? Did you find mm-hmm. another one? Or is that this one? That's this one. Oh, I thought you meant this is the one that I brought over last week that we didn't get to. Um, (sighs) You know, they just don't make it like they used to. I just love the way this looks. I do too. Because it just looks like something that, if I think it will surprise you. Right. But when I think of myself like young watching TV or a show and I see like some people on like an old movie or a show and I think, oh, they're drinking whiskey. Like this looks like a bottle they would grab yeah. and it, you know, oh, they're going to drink some whiskey. Yeah. It just looks like it. What have you been drinking recently? Oh, well, I've been sick this week. Um, so. So the kiss earlier is going to be OK. Like you're not infectious anymore. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> little known fact, we kick off every episode <laughs> at giving each other a little kiss. Just a little friendly kiss. Just a little little friend, little peck. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little one. Not we're <laughs> not going there. Um Yeah, I I've just kind of been sticking to um <clears throat> my turkey 101 <laughs> this week, and then Fair if enough. I need something uh, a little bit higher proof to kind of wind me down uh, the uh, benchmark foolproof. But before I got sick, I did have the chance to go to the final night of It's Bourbon Nights uh, meetup here in Lexington. I was at a meetup, too. Don't do it. <laughs> Who are you meeting up with? I mean, it was a whiskey meet meetup. I was the only one that showed up. I was here by myself. You were invited. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. I was not. Tony said he'd talk to you about it. Is it Tony's bourbon night? I told Tony that. I said, I ain't going because I wasn't officially invited. Okay. So I made, I came down here and I put a bunch of bottles out and I put costumes on and <laughs> I walked around. really drunk by yourself. And I had my own whiskey <laughs> yeah. mutant meetup. You got the Barbie we and had Ken's treats. out. <laughs> We watched movies. It was just me. You watched Neat, the story of bourbon, 18 times in a row. 
you're reciting everything Freddie Johnson says. I made a commentary for it. <laughs> you can find that I you know, do coming a com- soon on Whiskey Mutant Instagram. I genuinely want to do a commentary for it. That would be fun. I think we should. Or a voiceover. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> where we do all the voices. I'm Marianne. <laughs> I yeah. drink bourbon. I'm first female, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that was funny. Marianne, I love you. You know that's not it. <laughs> I'm Freddie, and one day I'm going to own this place. I'm Freddie, and before you know it, I'm going to be dead. <laughs> I'm Freddie, and everybody comes here to see me. <laughs> I'm my as my as well. I'm a Southern Bale. Why am I talking like this? I didn't mean to. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want to do a commentary over uh, movies. Anyway, tell me what you had at the meetup. Uh, What I had at the meetup, or what didn't you have? I had just about everything that was there. That's what I'm saying. What didn't Um, you have? I didn't have. Regular Jack Daniels. <laughs> I didn't have Jim Beam White Label. <laughs> I didn't have Weller. <laughs> everything else. Yeah, everything else. You had it all. Um, I brought our barrel rye mm-hmm. pick. Nice. And uh, that bottle was mostly full. And by the end of the night, it was mostly empty. <laughs> That's one way to sell it. We sold a lot of bottles that night. Good. I will say. Um, at least like twenty. Mm, this this smells taste. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So that that was. But I also got to try. Um. I got to try. The Fredno Booker's single single barrel. Yeah. How's that? It was like magic. It, it was. It was like. Candied bacon and um, barbecue. Keep talking. With a little bit of... Got to be some peanut butter in there. Some peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Kind of like OBC. OBC's candy bacon. Kind of. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Tony brought an E.H. Taylor single barrel Mm. pick from Benny's, which was really good. Brian and Tammy Brennicky. Left. The Brennickies were there? The Brennickies were there. Oh, my God. This was their first event that they had been able to go to all year, just with all the insanity that they've had yeah. going on. Um, actually left me with a couple of bottles. Oh, yeah? I brought both of them. What'd they leave me? The same thing they left me, dude. You got two of everything? No, it's ours. <laughs> What'd they leave? C923 Larceny Barrel Proof Mm. And Something real weird What the heck (laughs) (laughs) What the heck What the heck is that Old 55 100% sweet corn bourbon whiskey Bottled in bond Nice Uh, Distilled in Indiana Um, I almost want to smell it Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! This is exactly the reason why they left it with me. Oh boy! Because I wanted you to try it. Oh boy! So badly. So oh we'll, boy. we'll get to that. Gosh, I wish I could remember everything that was there. I did follow along to that event online, and they 
were doing everything. They had some crazy killer amazing. times. It looked amazing. Yeah. So that means we have to step up our game for okay. Well, I got my the email weekend. the other day. They're like, y'all yeah. coming back? Well, let's start setting it up. And I just got anxiety really quick. I was <laughs> like, Ugh. I mean, we're doing it right. I mean, I didn't think we weren't. I've just, you know, that's a lot to plan. Yeah. And all of a sudden. It's kind of one of those things where you know you're going to start it, but it's like, I'm going to put it off just a little bit longer just because it is a lot. Yeah. I think we should add a day. Think so? I think we should. I think we should make we make should. it Friday, Saturday. Like all the, like people get in Thursday for it. And then we have well Thursday night, Friday, Saturday. Start figuring it out. Okay. We're planning now, <laughs> apparently. Oh, it's gonna be great. Uh. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or Eric's gonna die. Um but yeah. That was about it. I think. What about you? What have you been drinking? Um, had uh, some Weller Foolproof last night. Ooh. I was watching the Bills play. They won. Um, I usually drink Buffalo. Congratulations! Trace. Thank you. We we needed it. <laughs> I needed it. You needed it. <laughs> um, what else? I uh, went to the haunted house. Got a little spooky, and I made a blend before I left. Nice. I don't even know what it was. It was a bunch of samples that I had no nice. idea. It tasted really bad. <laughs> but I drank it in the parking lot while we were waiting. We had a little tailgate. We got a pizza, and the kids ate some pizza before the line started getting backed up. Yeah. It was bad. It was real bad. I don't know what was in those samples. It was just unmarked ones. It was bad. Not as bad as that. <laughs> the one that still... Which we still will never reveal outside of Patreon. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it, I think. Uh just some random, random things here and there, but I think I I have to let you try that Weller foolproof. It's a banners pick. Oh, and I just opened. All it. right, you want to talk about that banners pick for a second? Talk about it. Let's go. So, one of our local groups guy put up the banners pick mm-hmm. as a fireball. Okay. That night, I called four on it. Four hit, but there weren't enough people that played for him to consider it live. Did he give you the option to buy out? No. What? So the next day, it fills. It fills, and I lose it. I'm so. <laughs> I'm so. How many people did it take to fill? Nine. Oh no, ten. No, I mean like how many were left when you won? Like. Like three or four. Would you have bought out? Yes. Why? That's crazy. I was so mad, dude. I was so mad about it. It's so good. <laughs> you want to try some right now? Yes. Okay. Thank you for sharing this with me. Yeah. yeah. That's Kentucky. Yeah. It's really good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Ooh. And Turkey World. <laughs> 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 All right. I, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's All go right, ahead and talk yeah. about it. And if you haven't Anything listened to last this. week's episode, you maybe go back and listen to that mm-hmm. and because we don't normally like explain what we said the week before, but we have a reason to now. Yeah. So All right. First of all, I want to start by saying thank you to everybody who listened to that episode, provided really good constructive feedback, who had comments. Um, and even some some negative things to say about it as yeah. well. Like just straight up, there were things that were said that 
like I knew that it was going to get criticized. I knew that was the case. I was anxious about it up until about, I don't know, an hour ago <laughs> when we started recording today, uh, which is how it always goes for me. I, I am always anxious uh, for basically the first 72 hours of a podcast living. Uh, and then once we start recording the next one, I'm good. With all that in mind, I wanted to take a, a few minutes to address some of the more poignant criticisms, in my opinion, uh, that were brought up in lieu of the episode. First one uh, was actually made by Rarebird101, Dave Jennings himself. And I, I realized <clears throat> after he... He said this that I did make I did not make this point clear enough. He said it seems like you all are okay with something like Will It being priced as high as it is, but not Pride of Anderson County. Oh, uh, that yeah. is not true. I, I well, yeah, I didn't say Will It, but I, I, I Perry showed me that, and I thought, well. Didn't we it, specifically? I thought we said Will we, It. I can't remember. I know we said. There are brands that we expect that from because that's what they mm -hmm. always do. Mm -hmm. And and I can't help it if a new listener hears that and they're like, you know, because we've said it so many times. Like, it's just something we say. Yeah. I love Willet. I got Willet bottles here. I know that it's going to be expensive. And it's probably something I've won, you know, in a raffle or maybe I've just saved my money up because. But I expect that brand, Old Carter, I expect those to be expensive because they always are. The old Kentucky Owl stuff. It's expected to that. I, I didn't expect something wild turkey. I know it's not wild turkey. I didn't expect that to be that expensive. And even... Even rare character, it's not like they are releasing three and four hundred dollar bottles all the time. So, like that's what it was. It was just not expected. I'm never okay with bought eight, eight year will it being two hundred dollars, but that's how will it's been since you know it blew up there for a while. So I I say it all the time to where I didn't feel like the need to say it again. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Um. But, I mean, it is fair. We should have been a little bit clearer about that within the context of the episode. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, if, you, if you've not been listening consi consistently for a while or we don't explicitly say it, then, yeah, I mean, that, that's a that fair thing that you, yeah. could, you, could, you could garner from the things that we said. Right, that's fair. Um, somebody asked me, would I have made that podcast... If it had not been a turkey product, honestly, probably not. Um, and the the there's there's multiple things that go into it, but I think the main the main crux of it is just that it's it's turkey, like it is it is important to me as a bourbon drinker that this brand holds some sacred position and and also and also yeah we love knob creek we love elijah craig barrel proof but that people source from them 
a lot. So mm-hmm. we've seen that already. We've seen people source a Jim Beam product or something and put an outrageous price on it. So the fact that it's Turkey the first time we've seen this, of course it's going to be a podcast. Yeah. But, you know, other stuff has already been done. Yeah. Um, One of the other things <clears throat> that I don't think – it was never, like, outright asked of me – but I think that it was something we could have been a little bit clearer about was the implication that it was wrong for other people to spend their money on this bottle and also me sad because me poor and me can't afford this bottle. Now, my criticism still stands that... These products being this expensive is a go-ahead for other brands to consider pricing their products within the same ultra, ultra, ultra premium price range. However, at the end of the day, it is not my money. So I don't care if you spend $500 on a bottle of bourbon. Personally, I don't think any bottle of bourbon should be $500. But... That does not mean that I am stopping you from doing what you want to with your money. Those two things are fairly. But what what is it mutually exclusive? They're mutual. I mean, I guess essentially. I guess my I guess on that point, yeah, we didn't. It's kind of like people who listen usually know how we feel. And another thing, I don't feel like I had to say that because I people who know me. But there are new listeners. There are people that just listened to see what we had to say. So at the time, I didn't expect so many people that don't normally listen to listen and comment. So, yes, I guess we should have said, hey, it's your money. It's okay. We splurge on bottles when we want to. But I did say, hey, I know what I can save money. And when I want to save money and buy something, I do it like that doesn't mean I do it for every bottle that comes out. Yeah. Like I just decide what I want to spend my money on, but yeah, anybody can spend their money. We don't care. We don't care. Yeah. And that's, that's just who we are. And it's an, I think that's another case of we didn't realize how many people were going to be listening to this that don't normally listen to us. We were mainly talking to the people that probably know us and know yeah. we we've said that before. Spend it how you like it. Like, I buy stuff that Perry would never buy. He buys stuff that I would never buy. And we yeah. share it and all that stuff. And, and, you know, when we do reviews, we do include price. Yeah. And the reason is that is a huge component of <laughs> whether or not we're going to be drinking that whiskey, that product. That is a major part of why we even got into this in the first place. Mm-hmm. So when we say things like, this was my daily drinker until it got overpriced or I'm finding a new daily drinker because the price is good. Yes. The goalpost is always shifting. I said that last week. I said it in a more negative tone last week because I was more heated and passionate about the subject. Um, But the game is constantly changing. That's just part of it. And when we review things, and we include the price that is because it's it it should be part of the conversation. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. 
The last thing that I want to uh, address, this is not something that I had considered at the time, but it is something that was brought up to me, and I can't disagree with it. Somebody said, within Dave's Discord as well, if I were going to be spending $500 on a bottle of whiskey, I would rather it go to somebody like Rarebird 101, Dave Jennings, than a big nameless, faceless corporation. I cannot disagree with that. I mean, tr truly. Like, for somebody who is as passionate and as forward-facing with their passion as Dave Jennings is about Wild Turkey, I think I think that's a completely fair argument. You know? Yeah. I, I, and I'm not saying that I that convinced me that I should have bought these these bottles yeah. for their high price tag because again I don't think any bottle of whiskey needs to be five hundred dollars right but in this very specific case with this very specific point I think it is completely fair to say I can I understand that I can get that. Um, yeah, I like, I mean, I would rather support somebody that I know, I don't know Dave real well or personally, and we just talked, but I know what he does and I know how he feels. Um, so yeah, I would rather do that. I guess my, my counterpoint to that is what I would, and Dave may never answer this if we ever talk or anything like that. My question would be. Could you have done this without a brand? Could you have went with the relationship you have and done just your own, like a Dave Jennings label, the way you wanted to, and not? And this is nothing against Rare Character. They're the brand that helped do this. I understand that. I'm just saying. Sure. You know, as if I saw this would change my mind about you know it would make me consider things more if I saw a bottle and it was a rare bird 101 and it I knew that it was just him he put everything he had into this there was no brand behind it there was no company that distributes or whatever goes on it was just like I would probably be like oh that's why it costs so much and I don't know maybe he can't maybe he couldn't maybe he this was a thing that they both thought of I don't know I don't know and that goes back to some of the criticism I saw that people kept saying in uh, it was, this is not just on uh rare birds discord. Cause I only saw a few comments that, you know, Perry was showing me positive and negative and all this stuff, but it, all the stuff I saw reinforced my original complaint was everybody was like, well, what did you expect? This is called, this costs this much. It costs this much to do that. If you knew what was behind this, you would you wouldn't be acting like the prices are crazy. It goes back to if you knew, if I knew, I wouldn't think this way. I don't know, and I'm not going. I I shouldn't be expected to know. Somebody can't come to me and say your argument is invalid because it costs this much to do this, this much to do this, this much to do this. I don't know the business side of it. I'm basing it on. I see 13-year-old wild turkey for this price. I see a rare character bottle for this price. Let's 
multiply it by 50% and see what happens. Like that's my thinking. And there was more people saying, well, you could have found out about it this way. You could have looked into it this way. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have to do that. I just kept seeing things like, I don't understand why you, you think this because things cost money. Like whatever. Like I'm still, I'm still going to judge it by what I know. I'm not going to be a private eye and go see how much it costs to buy a barrel. Now, but, but here's, here's the only counter I provide for that. This does give us the opportunity to say, I don't know. Let me learn more about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, like that's, that, that's my only caveat is that it, it is, it is like a learning and a growing opportunity. I I get that. And, and so, I mean, like, you know, we we always talk about wanting to be a more educated bourbon drinker, more educated and well-rounded bourbon enthusiast. Yeah. And I think I think in this case, it it does benefit us to take the time to look at some of the ins and outs of the actual industry itself. And yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying this is I know. this is the chance for us to like broaden our horizons, right? I, I guess I, I I don't talk good um, because people are like, oh, I don't understand what he's saying. Um, I think they understand completely. Some people don't. They flat out said it. Um, uh, I think it just it's it's okay to have like just a normal view and talk about it on a podcast. You don't. Everybody doesn't have to be an expert. Even if we have a a podcast, even if you have an Instagram. That doesn't mean you. Everybody should just assume you know every single thing. Yeah, that's that. In in that case, one hundred percent completely I think, fair. I think you that's are exactly something that right. Happens. I think yep. people just assume. Oh, you know how much a barrel costs. You know how much it is to source this and all that. No, it. it, it I feel like I relearn every single time that I see the price of a barrel. How much a barrel costs? Yeah, it like, always blows me away. Yeah, and but like I said, I'm only basing it on what I I know. And it's perfectly perfectly reasonable to say, this is how much I've paid for wild turkey. This is how much I've played yeah, for rare character. You're right. Let's just assume it's going to be $300 and call it a day. And then I'm a very visual person, and I don't know about anybody else, but when I see like a special bottle and I see like $250, $399, I kind of expect that. There's something about when you think $500 that just changes your outlook on it. Um, but that's really all I have to say. Like. You don't just because you have an Instagram and you're a bourbon enthusiast and all that doesn't mean you have to know every single thing and it's okay not to know. Yeah. So maybe I don't want to know about the money part because I'll probably just, it, I'd get down the big rabbit <laughs> hole would, and I would, you'd be, I would be looking on the shelf and I'd be like, well, I know they charge this for that <laughs> and all that. So either way, I do appreciate people listening and I do appreciate the feedback, whether it was positive, negative. We, if we agreed, if we disagreed, that's the main thing is that it's something to talk about and it's something to drink about. And it was never anything me. It was never us like picking. It was basically asking questions and making a conversation and something that we felt very strongly about. And that doesn't always mean that it's all negative. Yeah. It doesn't mean we don't like a person or a brand or anything like that. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And we were never trying to like sample bait, 
either. No. Like the amount I, of it, positive it people who were like, "Hey, I got it. I know it's crazy." Like we said, buy what you want. I'll I'm going to share it. I'll give you all a sample. Like that's there. That happened, and that's sure. probably the most positive thing that's come out of this. Is it made me realize I should and I should have mentioned this that there are going to be people that enjoy sharing their bourbon and whiskey so much that they will spend a lot of money and they share it. And to I, be fair, I am one of those people. You are like you share I, all it, your stuff. It, it's it's more important to me to be able to share bottles that I have spent hard earned money on than to just put it on a shelf like a trophy. Yeah. And say, look what I've collected. Look at my bottles of whiskey. Uh, but yeah, like the people who do that, you're the true heroes. Um and we love you all. Mm-hmm. And it honestly has been a little stressful because I'm not used to getting criticized. <laughs> it, it I'm was. so used to like somebody just saying, <laughs> I can't believe you poured that on a snack cake or like your palate sucks or you don't know stuff. But now I'm like, actually people are like talking about me in other groups and stuff. And like, it's kind of weird and kind of stressful, but it's been fun. Well, guess what? I've been dealing with that for six years and well, it's you know, not really. That's, that's what's the fun <laughs> part about being the co-host. I usually don't get called out. Not all the time. You know, I, I I will say this just as a closing thought as well. I, I, I don't think I would have been able to have as thoughts that were as developed and as spot on in terms of like trying to express myself as I would have if I had done this six years ago, yeah. five years ago, four years ago, whatever. It took all six years of de- developing my voice and my my thought processes to get to the point where I feel I felt confident enough to outwardly say the things that I did. And in that given moment, I stand by them. hundred well, percent. And, and I, <clears throat> I questioned a few times whether or not I should even put that episode out. Um, I questioned whether I was doing a disservice to people we know, uh, who are very close to this as well. But in the end, Dave Jennings put it best. You're doing your job and you have every right and reason to one, put that out and two, say what you did. And I think, and that, that was the validation that I needed. I was gonna say, I think, out of anybody, if he says it like that, and it's his product, then that's the check mark of or the green light. Mm-hmm. It's like you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Dave. Appreciate that. Appreciate uh, the comments and everything you sent to Perry. And um, let's drink some more bourbon. Here's to Weller foolproof. <laughs> That's expensive too. Expensive bourbon. Let's yeah, do but it's it. It's not five hundred dollars. <laughs> actually, if you went to the secondary mm, market, actually, actually, if you took, if you calculated the cost of a, uh, give me a class, <laughs> a, a barrel from Buffalo Trace. And I know we've in, got other things to drink, but yeah, I just want to yeah. keep drinking this six-year Heaven Hill bottle of Bond uh, because I do also want to take a few moments. 
I don't want to spend too terribly long talking about this because we did just do a kind of a special episode with the 300th yeah. a few weeks ago. Um, Why didn't we review the movie 300 when on the 300th? I don't know. I don't know. I was kind of flying by the seat of my pants that week. We should have reviewed The Sixth Sense this year, this week. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> Sick of it. <laughs> Sick of not knowing ideas when they're good. <laughs> Why can't I just think? <laughs> I just want to think ahead, Mom. I want to. <laughs> That's what everybody's saying to us when they're listening to that episode, too. Why don't y'all just think about it? We did. We did. <laughs> A lot. Um, But, yes. Six years of This Is My Bourbon podcast. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Honestly. Six years. What? I, I was looking back the other day on a post that I, I had made, I think for the one year anniversary, it was either the one year or the 100th episode. I can't remember, but I, <laughs> I said at the time that in 2017, I set out to do something. I wasn't sure what exactly it was going to be. Um, I knew that my energy and love and pride in the the bourbon industry and community was blossoming to a point where I felt like I had something to add to the conversation. Yeah. Right? Um at 24 years old, mind you, that was a very odd time. You knew it all for baby. a for a young man to think, hey. I should talk about this with people who were much older than I was. And that's not a slight against you who were older than I was at the time. That's just the fact of the matter. I didn't know what I was doing now you are at old. the time. Now I'm old and I have a baby. Well, I have a toddler. She's still my baby. I cried on the way over here thinking about her because um, You'll Be In My Heart by Phil Collins from the Tarzan soundtrack. Yeah, that's Came on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Tears. Just, just flowing, man. What if you change the lyrics to so you'll be in my fart? Well, then I would laugh. laugh really hard. See, there you go. That's all you got to do. You'll be in my fart. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> trying to be trying to be genuine here. Yeah. Trying to keep you from crying because I saw your eyes. Uh, I know. When I think you. I got it out. Um, but there are people that I never thought I would get to meet. Not that I had like set out with like, oh, I can't wait to be friends with Fred Minnick. But I can't wait to be friends friends with Fred Minnick one day. <laughs> I can't wait for you to meet him, Derek. <laughs> can't wait to meet Fred Minnick one day. <laughs> um but just the opportunities that I have had to like connect with new people and reconnect with old friends and and make new friends and just just build something that has become so important to my day-to-day life that I kind of like initially honestly hoped would happen, but I didn't know the extent to which I wanted it to happen. Yeah. Right. And yeah, we're two white dudes with beards sitting in front of a camera talking about something that we're not experts on. I mean, I get we're that. the only ones. That I get that. Get but yeah, that. nobody else has ever done that. 
Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I feel so much pride and so much gratitude, um, over the 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 growth that I have been able to experience over the past six years, um, and so much of that is, well, really. And a not insignificant amount of that is due to you who are just listening to this uh, and have been here for a long time. And you have allowed things like co-hosts to change or formats to change or I don't know, just just wow. the whole vibe of the show. I mean, this is not even exactly what it was Six years ago. I think that's what speaks the most when I think about it as looking at you and how you've grown and going from being a listener to the co-host, whatever, is the majority of people who are your biggest supporters were the people that were there in the beginning. Yeah, I'm not saying people that just got on. You're not. No, I'm not. People who have stuck with us. Yeah. The people that have who started in there and I met just listening to the show and you mentioned this person sent you a sample or, Hey, this person. And then all of a sudden I meet that person and I'm friends with that person. And it's like, Oh, I knew that they were sending Perry bottles and samples since episode 10. Dude, you're in the thick of it just as much as I am yeah. at this point. Like, and, and I, I know that the conceit of the show is this is my bourbon podcast. And like, part of that is true. Like I make, I would say, 98% of all the creative decisions for the for the show and not even just creative like business decisions as well Me but, no no business <laughs> <laughs> but it is important to me no matter who the co-host is that they are also brought under the same umbrella that I put myself under like it, it's it this is as much of a family as the one that you're born into. You're like to me. Rihanna and Vin Diesel all in one right now. Sure. Family under my umbrella. Wasn't Jay-Z on that song too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big family. Family under <laughs> I heard a okay. This is a side this is a side thing. I heard the other day that before every show Beyonce requires hand chiseled ice balls that she can suck on. Ooh, now we're getting horny. <laughs> um, like wherever she's playing, the size of Jay Z's balls. Sure, I don't know. Probably. Uh, and that she also, before every show, takes a shot of Jay Z's whiskey. I like that. They're just like us, y'all. I'm like a, <laughs> Celebrities yeah. are just like us. <laughs> I blend stuff up every time, and April takes a shot before of my blend. I mean, what? <laughs> Lost it. Oh. Anyway. Um, yeah. It, it, I mean, the people who have sat on the opposite side of me as co-hosts, as friends, as family over the past six years... Um, they've come and gone, 
but they have always been supportive of what this was and and open and honest and dedicated to whatever my vision has been for this podcast and that goes a long way to say that this is not just my bourbon podcast this is this is our show so and I mean that. this I moment mean, going forward, we're going to change the name of the show. No, we got to no. keep it. Yeah, the handle "Our Bourbon Pod" doesn't this, sound this as is good. Our as bourbon podcast. We say it at the same time. One, two, three. This Welcome is to my this bourbon. Is our oh wait, what? Po- podcast bourbon podcast. No, this. Okay, I'll get it this time. One, two. This, this is my. No, nope, I did it again. Podcast. Crap. Um, okay, you know we'll work. It. We'll work on it. Um, Cut it out. <laughs> No, I'm keep. I think it needs to stay. This is my bourbon podcast, but I do like this is our bourbon podcast too. That's well, nice. let's do both. Two shows. <laughs> what if the uncut episodes are this is our bourbon podcast? Yeah, it's too much typing. What if we did a whole nother thing and we? But that one's just about. We just talk about our bourbon collections. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got this over here. Man. This is us. Wait until you see how big my paint. I mean, the bottle I got the other day. <laughs> uh, but that's as much as I can or want to say, I think, um, without saying things that I haven't already said yeah. in the past. But I love y'all. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for you are stepping up when I needed you of to. Fayette County. <laughs> <laughs> to me. Oh, thanks. <laughs>
So head to the Reship link in the description below. Thank you, Reship, for supporting this is my bourbon podcast. Are you ready? I don't even know what we're doing. To review. What are we reviewing? This is our bourbon podcast. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> no, I seriously don't know what we're doing. This mystery sample that was I sent to us. Mystery boxes for like actual reviews. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I know that we can't always do that because we have to know sometimes, but <laughs> it's fun. Now, this was a sample that was sent to us. From one Anthony bag of dough processed in a nut form. That's fine, his full name. Fine young man. Yes, Tony Bag of Donuts. Can't find his backpack half the time. He's a, <laughs> he's a fine young man. <laughs> what is it? Something that we have been dying to reveal. I want to know where these... Sample bottles come from liquid I don't know. ministry. Yeah, like they I, look it must expensive. be. A, it must be a website. Look expensive. Yeah. All right. Am I going to do this blind or just want me? To look I at want it? you to look at it, dude. <sighs> the makers celebrate. Yeah, I have not had this even at a bar. Tastings. Nothing. I have had it once. Um, you said it was great. Then I did. And it's been quite a, it's been a little bit. Since, it's been about a month and a half, I guess. So, it? Well, you know what's funny? I think that. What are you doing? <laughs> I got a sample sent to me <laughs> from another Tony. <clears throat> and I wasn't for Give me your knife. Yeah, okay. Um,. I wasn't 100% sure because I couldn't remember. And uh, I said on the Patreon that my new favorite thing is when people say, hey, did did that sample come in to act <laughs> like I don't know what they're talking about for a week? Tony Bag of Donuts still doesn't know that I got this, <laughs> this sample from him. Maker's Cellar Aged. He mentioned it one time that he was like, "I if you tried it, and I was like, no. And he was like, well, we had a bet, a football bet. And how many samples do we have? We have three samples of this right now. <laughs> Who sent this one? Tony. Tony B? We've bag, got half bag a bag of donuts. He sent two? Okay. <laughs> what is happening right now? We have three samples of the same thing, and we didn't know we were... We've got... This <laughs> is so good. I mean, look, okay. right here. All right okay. here. So oh. here's here's what happened. Here's what happened. We have like a quarter of a bottle right in our hand. So Tony, <laughs> Tony Bag of Donuts was coming into Lexington for the It's Bourbon Night meetup. Right. He said, I'm going to bring you four ounces of the Cellar Aged in exchange for two ounces of the Maker's Gold Label, or Gold Wax. So that I, you got. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, I got. Yeah, yeah. Um, he forgot it. <laughs> of course he did. He poured it, had when it ready to go. When has Tony come to Kentucky and not forgot something? I don't know. Tony, we got to work on it next year. <laughs> we need a list. Um, he forgot it. Serendipitously, though, he won a sample of it from Chad and Sarah. 
And he said, take it. And he said, take it. Then he also said, I owe you what I said I was going to give you. So here's the four ounces. So there's the four ounces. Did he get the gold? Yes. Okay, he's got the gold. Yes. So here's what I'm proposing. Here's four. Here's uh, an ounce or ounce you hold, and a half. That's an ounce, yeah. You hold on to that. Yes. I am going to pour some of this sample for Papa Ritter. Okay. Because he doesn't even know that I have samples of this. Okay. And we split this for this review. Okay. How's that sound? That's fine. I, we, I've never seen this happen before. <laughs> What's the wildest? <laughs> I genuinely forgot. One of the wildest moments we've ever had. <laughs> we literally have. Your, <laughs> your brain broke in I so did. many different ways. Because <laughs> I started to remember what he was going to say. Because me and Tony B from Florida <laughs> had a bet when the Dolphins and the Bills played that whoever won, the winner gets a good sample. And so he he mentioned this, and I completely forgot about it. And then I messed with him for so long this past <laughs> week that I forgot what he sent. So that's amazing. Okay. Anyway, make your celery. <laughs> We've got so much of it now. We've got half a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> We've got five ounces. I mean, wait, no, seven ounces. How? how that's like a third of a bottle. Can you open this. that, please? My hands cut still yeah i cut my for people who aren't on patreon i cut my finger um charlie charlie cut my finger <laughs> this is funny that was so good that's the most mobberm podcast thing ever. <laughs> expect the unexpected pete is pete i knew y'all get some oh, pete. Pete. Uh, it was my magic that made this happen Pete does have some magic. All right. Somebody came here and tried to get it, but I wouldn't let them have it. So, all right. So here's here's the deal. What's the deal? Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark. Regular Maker's Mark. Yes. That was pulled from their Rick houses, put it in their limestone Rick house. Is it 11? It's 11 and 12 year old, right? I think. I don't know. Or is it 12, 12 to 13 year old? They really put it in a cellar. Yeah. Who's cellar? Makers. But who's? Pete's. Oh, so I thought. That's what I was trying to get it to say. I was trying to get it to be Pete's age, but they wouldn't do it. Okay. Say it with me, listeners. One, two, three. Pete is Pete. Why does he talk so loud? I don't know, man. He's literally over on the side here. Okay. Okay. Aging our whiskey over 10 years wasn't something we ever did. Not because we didn't believe it, uh, in it, rather. <laughs> we didn't believe it could be done. We said nine, year, nine years, 364 we days, and we were other done. people age their whiskey longer, and we couldn't <laughs> we believe it. We said that's impossible. They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Not because we didn't believe in it, but because we hadn't found our way of doing it. Maker's Mark Cellar Aged defines an older whiskey that's distinctly Maker's by embracing both the unique unique impact that our warehouse and cellar maturation have on flavor. We've created an older expression that is richer and more complex whilst staying true to the founder's taste vision of bourbon without the bite. A blend of 11 and 12-year-old. Tasting notes, no thank you. That's proof. Um, I said it, you scroll past it. Go back down there. 115.7. Got it. That's about what castrant is. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It starts off as every bottle of Maker's Mark does in our traditional warehouse before spending years in our 
lead certified temperature controlled limestone cellar for a further aging. This is where cellar aged develops a deeper, richer, and even more complex flavor. Okay. 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 So let's dive in. Hmm. I like that. Oh. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Right off the heels of a amazing weeded bourbon from last week, we dive into another allocated weeded bourbon. Yeah. And I have to say, the nose on this does not disappoint. Nope. This smells like Special Maker's Mark. It smells like bread pudding and oak. It smells like being at the at the distillery. Like specifically being at, not a distillery, but being at the Maker's Mark distillery. There's, there's a strawberry biscuit note on there, but there's also this bread pudding. It smells like bourbon yeah. bread pudding. It really does. It's sweet and oaky. Exactly what you want from a weeded, allocated special release. Lots of brown sugar. A ton. I mean, that's yeah. That's pretty much the biscuit and the <laughs> the most of it. The bread. Yeah. The bread pudding. Yeah. There's a little bit of strawberry, but it's very dark and syrupy. Okay. You okay? Yeah, I'm pondering on this right now. Dare I say. It is smooth. <laughs> it's got a little bit of bite, but okay. but it is a very easy drinker. Almost a little too easy to me. Ooh, controversial, maybe. I will say, I think it's a little too easy. Mm. I'm just going to go out and say that on a positive note, this is delicious. It really is. Yeah, this is delicious. On another note, it's it's one that I was expecting the nose to either be more or at least follow the same path, and I feel like it kind of brought me back down a little bit. That's fair. Here's... I love the nose. Here, here, here's so what much. I will say. I think that this is the most un hinged is not the right word it's it's the most unfiltered maker's mark experience that i think you could have right i mean it is it is everything i want from a a maker's cast strength and then a little bit i think it goes above maker's cast strength i'm not trying to say this 
Yes, I agree. Like this is the experience that you, if if you are going to drink makers out of the barrel, uh-huh. this I think is as pure as it gets. Right. I think. I think. Yeah. I think it takes what you love about makers cast strength, and then it it rounds the edges. Yeah. It makes it into something a very drinkable a drinkable thing <laughs> so you know what are you in the mood for are you in the mood for a little bit more bite a little bit you know or are you in the mood for something like crafted and well-rounded this this to me is like say there's two parties going on right now and me and you there's two parties going on there's right now. think about it two parties we're here we look like this we're just chilling there's a party on across the street People got suits on. They look like they're, they got a lot of money. Stuff's going on. But you can tell they're having a good time. We're drinking Maker's Mark cast strength. We're, we're, we're a little rough. Our beards are not trimmed up. They're drinking Maker's Mark cast strength on the other side. Okay. But they're drinking the cellar aged. They're a little bit more classier. You can tell they got a little bit more money. It's almost like cellar aged is for the more wealthy, the more mm. private party, and the and Maker's Mark Castrant is for us. You're, you're talking about dinner party mm-hmm. versus barbecue backyard. Let's chill. no 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 no. Dinner party versus country club. Okay, I can get that. Yeah. I can get that. Cellar age is country club. Cast strength is dinner party. Dinner party. You, uh, you're eventually going to be over there bottle chugging my bottles. Over Your there, George T. Stack? Yeah, over there. Yeah, I did that. You, you know, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna put the bottles away. You're going to talk about some bank accounts, and then you're going to leave. <laughs> so... <laughs> I trimmed my beard today. Okay. What? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. You should have seen my mustache before I trimmed it. I haven't trimmed anything in a while. Well, forgot. Um. Anyway, that's <laughs> that's how I see it. I, I I see this as a sophisticated, classier Maker's Mark castrin. Yeah. Yeah. Which I really like. I like it. I like it a whole lot. It's not everything I wanted it to be. No. But here's here's the thing. <sighs> I love the sigh. <sighs> because this this there there has been so much like change in my my opinions recently that I, I I have to like kind of shift some some viewpoints around. Yeah, I'm very happy we got to try this. Oh, I'm I'm not mad at all that we got to try. It. I've wanted to try it. I'm I'm just comparing it to what I really like about makers. Yeah, but I don't need a bottle of this. I. <laughs> what's the price? Two hundred dollars. Okay, I, I thought it was one or six hundred if you see it in some places. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. 
<laughs> um, no, I, I'm I, losing him. <laughs> I thought it was 150 to 200 or something like that. <sighs> See, I'm torn because I don't need a bottle either. But part of me says if I saw this at the normal price, I might would get it. And but it would it would be in that situation of you know what got some extra money. I know I'm going to be over. That's that that is the caveat. Yeah, but <clears throat> if it were sitting next to regular makers cast strength, I wouldn't feel. Like I, I was missing out if I went with no, the cast strength. I can't justify the prize. Mm-mm. It's mainly just a, it's there. I know this is hard to get. It's, it's so so. It's not past the threshold that I feel like I shouldn't pay for something. Yeah. So here's maybe a question that we should have answered last week. And I mean, you know, we're talking about premium bourbons two weeks in a row, so we should definitely consider this. Yeah. How much are we actually willing to pay for a bottle of bourbon? Uh, three hundred is my max. If it's MSRP, if if I saw something, if I saw like a a vintage bourbon that is priceless, something that I don't like, I don't know. I would probably go up a little higher, three fifty. I don't know if I could ever bring myself to spend, and this is the trigger word right now, $500 for something. Uh, I mean, if you're spending $350, you may as well spend 4 If you're spending 4 you may as well spend 5 But you got to set limits. I know, I know. I'm kidding. Normal, I'm normal, kidding. I'm normal, playing the devil's advocate. I know, I know. Normal stuff. Okay, let's just do this. Everybody call me out anyway. Will it? If if I, uh, the 9 the nine to 10-year stuff is running about $300. Right. If I have the money, I that's my limit. Like I can't afford the, the you know the even more even the older stuff or the stuff the brown formans all this stuff. Um, I think two ninety nine is about my limit that I I would pull the trigger on something, even knowing that I'm I'm spending too much. Something comes out, it's two ninety nine. It's an alec, you know. Whatever you can name any bottle that costs around that. That's it. Uh, that's my limit I've set for myself. So I have to. Uh, I have to try to like live by that. Yeah, two hundred is about as much as I'm willing to pay. Yeah, and that's that's like pushing it. And I'm not to- saying it's okay to spend like that. Their their prices are okay. I'm just saying. If I if something's expensive and I know it's going to be expensive, I set the two ninety nine. Yeah, set it at two ninety nine. Yeah. So yeah, I mean two hundred is about as much as I would want to pay for a bottle, and I, I would think, have to really think about this if it was there. Yeah, it would I mean, not be an instant pull. No, no, I would have to look at everything around it, and that's the benefit of having a podcast where people send you samples and you get to you get try twenty it. ounces of it. Yeah, we get a lot of a lot more than we thought we were going to get. So thank you. Yes, I want to review this, but I also don't. We got to because they want to hear. It. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I look. Here's the thing. As much as I really enjoy this. 
I can go ahead and tell you, this is not going to crack my top 10 for this year. And if it does, it, it will be sweet, ain't got very left, low but... on the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think it's... We've had a lot of great bourbon this year, man. Uh, it, it, it may... It may be on the the higher end of the top ten, or like the mentions. you know honorable mentions. It may be. It's yeah. it's who's to say right now? Who's to say? Who's to say? But yeah, it's not going to be. It's not top five. Yeah. So nose palette finish and price. That's the review system that we have. Each category is out of five. Final score is out of twenty. What would you give the nose? Uh, my favorite part of the whole thing is the nose. And it's almost damn near perfect. It's so very I, close. I would have to say 4.5. I'm going to give it a four. Um, there is, as much as I love it, as much as I am encouraged by it to like want to go in and drink it, I am missing a little bit of like a savoriness or a richness to it that is not, it's very sweet on the nose. It's sweet. And, while I love what's happening with it, I just want a little bitty bit more. Yeah. I so, can get that. I four for me on the nose. Palette, though. Uh, palette's a three for me. That's uh, the same. I mean, I was hoping for a 4.5 palette. I was too. I was too. Um, I think this is very similar to Maker's Cast Strength. Um, and I love that palette. And that's just a normal on the shelf, you know, thing. So yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that because it, it kind of drops down from the nose and I feel like I can get this out of a normal cast bottle. I'm curious how we line up on the, on the finish though. What are your feelings with it? The finish is mid. Um, it kind of just goes with the palette. Like I feel like it's a good finish. It's not a, it's not mind breaking. No, it's not shattering. a. Oh my god, this is yeah. the cellar aged. It's going to just blow me away type thing. I would actually give it, uh, like I said, mid three, three on the finish. We are in agreement. I'm going to give it a three as well. Price at two hundred dollars. I would rather buy a case of <laughs> Maker's Cast Strength, honestly, for that much money. Maker's Cast Strength is such a a pure experience in and of itself. I mean, the only thing that I would want to know more about with Maker's Cast Strength is what it is like as a single barrel. (laughs) I just want to know what a single barrel of Cast Strength Maker's Mark tastes like. Hey, if we yell about it enough, somebody's going to show Somebody's going to send it. Yeah, we're going to get in. Yeah. (laughs) The most controversial bourbon podcast out there. (laughs) Uh, And it's it's literally just us being like, I don't think I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, the, the, The price is the most frustrating part of all of this, especially because this... It's is not as premium as it seems like it it could be. This is a hundred and twenty five dollar bottle. Yeah, hundred fifty max. There is literally a bottle of Maker's Mark sitting right there that blows this out of the water. The DNA. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Um, 
two. I was going to say two point five. I was going to split it down the middle. You do I whatever. Mean, you, hey, man, it's your review. Uh, yeah, you put you take about seventy five dollars off of this, and I'm there. Yeah, I get it. It's a special. How many how many limited Maker's Mark releases do we get? Not many. Of course, it's going to be expensive, but getting to taste it. It's it's not a whole lot different than Maker ca- Maker's Castrant to me. Yeah. So I gave it a thirteen. Uh, I think I had a twelve at four, three, seven, ten. Yeah, twelve. It's not what I wanted it to be. I know. Good thing is we and, got more of it. Though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we can tuck it away for a rainy day. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm still going to share this with my dad, you know. I'm happy he's, with it. He's the reason that I even drink bourbon, practically. Especially you Maker's know. Mark. He loves Maker's Mark. He does love Maker's Mark. hmm Yeah. Uh, my friend, we have Barrel Rings to Multiple. get to. Oh, okay. Let's go. Yes. A little deer. Uh, well. A little Bambi. That, this first one. Okay, well, hold on. We should probably back up and let you know what Barrel Rings is. That's our segment where you can write in or call in to the show. You could leave us a text message. You could leave us a voicemail if that is how you want to do it by correspond, cor, cor, calling or texting the number 859-428-8253. That's right. That number is 859-428-8253. We're getting an incoming call right now. This has never happened. Hello? That's oh, still connecting. Is this a lot barrel rings right now? I don't know. Oh, you know what? I bet that was Bill's call from earlier. Yep, that's what it was. Oh, just calling back. Can you call on the barrel rings? Can we? Yeah. Yeah. All right, call him. <laughs> Reverse barrel rings. We're going to leave Bill a barrel ring. What up? What up? Hey, Bill. How you guys doing? We're doing, good. We're doing great. We're recording the podcast right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. The, this is the nice. re, this is called the reverse barrel rings. We've, nev- we, we we've never done you. this before. <laughs> well, that's pretty awesome. I uh, I'm I'm happy to be part of the very first reverse barrel rings. It's like remember when we did Star Sixty Nine to like reverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like reverse cowgirl stuff like that. Okay. Sixty-nine. Yeah, we haven't actually listened to your uh, barrel rings yet, but do you want to give us kind of a rundown of what you said? Yeah, I think it was just it was basically just about um, reading the financial statement from Campari and how they uh, had record gains and how expensive bourbon has been getting, and you know, just I'm I'm happy for whoever can purchase those bottles, and I. Uh, I will not be that person though. I just I can't, mm. I can't afford it. And I think there's too many good bottles out there and too many local smaller distilleries that could probably use our support versus the bigger guys. So so right, I'm going. I got okay. it. Okay. Let me ask you this, Bill. Like we talked about this on the episode. You'll you'll end up listening to it because I know I know you'll be listening. But what is your what's your like limit? Like 
if you've got extra money or there's an allocation coming out or and you know it's going to be expensive, you you don't agree with the price, but it's something you want. What's like I I said on the podcast earlier, my limit is two ninety nine. Like I, I might go a little bit over, but I don't feel good paying three hundred dollars for a bottle. But that's kind of where I draw the line. Do you have a line, or is it just like whatever mood you're in? I think the 250 mark is the absolute highest I would go. Um, And just because I had, you know, I I got fortunate and found one of those uh, Four Roses limited editions, and it was about 250. I think that's about retail. Yeah. Um, So I I, I picked that up. Um, But yeah, I think, and I I was able to land a couple other balls around the 200 mark, and so I I did that. But yeah, you're, you're right. I didn't feel great about it i absolutely have buyer's remorse after i bought it um but yeah i think 250 would be the highest okay okay i like that um is there anything else you want to say right now you're live you're well when they listen you're not live in living color my friend yeah i mean i i I, uh is this the 300 is this anniversary anniversary is coming up for you guys it is it is the sixth anniversary yeah it's the six-year anniversary episode nice nice i mean that's so awesome i was actually trying to do the math like i was like wait a minute we have 300 episodes we're on the six carry the one and then i forget there's like 52 weeks in a year so this makes sense that it's 306 years are a little bit different you're better at math than me but (laughs) that's awesome um i've been i've been a listener for a while now I, uh, really excited for this. You guys have definitely evolved and, um, brought some fun levity to, to bourbon. And I really appreciate not only listening to you guys, but the community that you have built, um, around it. And so I think it's been a lot of, a lot of fun. And so I, I'm glad I'm happy and I'm excited for six more years. Bill, do you remember the first time that you and I really talked? (sighs) Honestly, no. It was the it was the Barrel Rings Colin episode. I would have to go back and listen to it. That, that, I have a horrible memory. I, I'll just tell you this: I listened to an episode. I have fourteen things I want to talk to you guys about, and I get to Barrel Rings, and I'm like, Durr. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. You know, I get that. The first Bill Bill was actually the first direct message I got on Instagram that said. Hey, I enjoy hearing you on the podcast. Oh, that's sweet. and that is one hundred percent honest. It was, and I didn't even know who he was because I sent Perry a message that said, "Who's Wisconsin beer lovers?" <laughs> I'm like, he's made me feel really good about what I'm doing because he was very nice, and uh, now we give each other shit, and we have been drunk together and parkouring over stuff to find cigarettes together. And I will, if you're just listening and you don't know that story, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not even going to go into it. Bill, <laughs> plug away. Tell them where to find you. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Hanging with Bill, Instagram, Beer Lovers of Wisconsin, or Hanging with Bill. Uh, I, I create a separate persona for my uh, food stuff. So, But uh, if you like beer, whiskey, and the like, Beer Lovers of Wisconsin. If you like food, Hanging with Bill. You can find me in Wisconsin. I'm actually going to be at the Wisconsin Whiskey Festival tonight. Ah, uh, well, representing you're listening Carol, to this, you uh, missed Bourbon it. Charity. So I know people are going to miss it because this comes out next week, but hey, just know, Wisconsin Whiskey Festival, it's a thing. And uh, 
I want you guys to keep an eye on my Instagram. I might have some fun selfies. So, okay. To give, show you guys. give our love to Jay Henry for sure. You know I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. Love you, buddy. Talk to you later. Love you, bro. Right, well, love you guys. See you. Take care. Bye. Toodles. Um, he forgot to plug his only bills, um, which is not to be confused with the uh, OnlyFans for uh, Buffalo Bills. Bills. <laughs> uh, that was weird. We've never done that before, and it's probably not going to sound baby. probably not going to sound great. I don't care. That's how we roll. That's what we do. I guess. Do we have another one? What do you mean? Another barrel. Another ring. hair. Another barrel. Do I rings. have more hair to put on my head? <laughs> another barrel rings. I mean, we've got Bill's actual uh, message. That's what he wanted to hear. Yeah. We got messages though, like text messages. Um, Who's texting us? So this one was from David Levine. He sent us a, a picture dick, of a Bambi. dick dick pic. What is that? It's a dick dick. It's a type. <laughs> it's a type of deer. <laughs> Only he would do that. Jesus. But I understood it as soon as I saw it. Though. I didn't. I thought it was Bambi. No, it's a dick dick. D i k d i k. That's what he is. Uh, and then we got one from Tony Bag of Donuts. So family Sundays at Pepper A. I invited y'all to come see me at said distillery last Sunday. One of you came to see me, and one of you is a little piss baby. Yeah, I am. Fuck you. <laughs> I bought one of those decanters at Pepper and had an old fashioned. Okay, enough of me bitching. Love you guys and happy anniversary, Tim Bip. Okay, I said on Sundays. I spend time with my family. I'm sorry if I can't make it down there. And we didn't go down there. And then he said, come to the meetup. And I said, I didn't get an official invite. I'm not going to crash the party. And that's where I'm going to leave it at, though. Okay. Well. So thanks for making me feel bad about being home with my family, Tony. High proof hot takes? Making people feel bad for being home with their family. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> no, I don't have a hyper hot take. I don't really either. Uh, you know, here's a hyper hot take. Appreciate the time. Maybe this is more of a tip or a bit. I don't know. Um, appreciate the times when you're not sick because you really you're miss them when you are sick. <laughs> that sounds really ominous. <laughs> you're going to be sick. You just cursed half the listeners. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but tips and bits, this is our recommendation segment where we talk about things that we've been watching, listening to, reading. Um, oh, I forgot about something. What did you forget about? Do you need a copy of um, Dragon Ball Super Volume 15? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there you I mean, go. I mean, I have it on my phone already. But well, there's the print copy. I bought two on accident. Why did you buy two? I didn't know. I, I genuinely did not mean to buy two. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I didn't. I figured a little present was better than me trying to send it back. I, you want a present? Are you going to fart? <laughs> I mean, I can find something in the basement to give you. No, I don't need a present. Uh, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. So tips and bits. Tips and bits. Um, We watched a couple movies. Movies. Uh, this week. That we're going to get to in a second, but I want to recommend before we get to that, 
the new season of Loki. Not um, watching. We are four episodes in. It is spectacular. Well, that's a relief after <laughs> friggin' fury. Almost years of bad MCU content. Yeah, all around. Um, yeah, no. Th- this season has been such a, a breath of fresh air. Um. I I hope that if you haven't enjoyed the Marvel content recently, you get back in with Loki because it is so it's so good. Look, they are doing Dragon Ball magic. Dragon Ball Daima. I hate that you're not excited about it. I want to watch it, but I'm not excited. You don't have to make me like it. Sorry, I interrupted your <sighs> recommendation. It's a good show. <laughs> I got to watch it. I was letting it build up. I was catching up on some anime. Yeah, I mean, wait. I think that it's going to benefit from binge watching it. Yeah. But I I mean, I've really enjoyed the the week to week watch. Yeah. You know, cuz I'll watch the episode and then I'll go watch the um the Easter egg video from Screen Crush and you know, it's just it's a good time. Man. I always get behind on stuff during football season because I end up watching football. So it's football and anime. I don't have right that now. problem. No. Why are you so mad about that? <laughs> no, I just wanted Why to crush. Hate I just wanted to crush that water. Jesus! <laughs> I hate football because it lost me money. <laughs> yeah, it loses me money daily. I missed one one leg of my parlay last night. You know what the payout? I paid twenty five dollars. The payout would have been eleven hundred. One thing, Perry. Eighteen yards. Get your finger out of my face. Eighteen yards. Missed out on eleven hundred dollars. But still like it. Still like it. Okay, great. Uh, But we watched a couple movies. We did. This week. One was recommended by Patreon Mm -hmm. members. And that was Cabin in the Woods, which I I had never seen before. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I I loved every second of it, man. It was so much fun. So this movie's been out. Um, Since 2012. It starts out as a very typical... Feels like kind of army of Evil Dead type stuff going on. There's a cabin in the woods. Did you expect it to get kind of as, sci-fi as meta as meta? It did? No, I didn't at all. Oh. I didn't at all. There, there is a uh, a character reveal um, in the last act of the movie that I just was like, my jaw kind of hit the floor. I was so surprised by um, this, but of course, like it would be this person. That would yeah. uh, that would show up, I think. Um, I don't know. It just it took everything you like about campy horror movies and put it into it, but added a new twist. And you get to see Chris Hemsworth at you know the height of his Thor days. Yeah. Uh, plow into a virtual wall. Trying to jump, evil can evil jump, and just get eviscerated. And uh, it's so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. There's boobies in it. They show some boobies. <laughs> Gotta have that in some horror movies. But the fact that I'm telling April, 
She knows. I have the movie on <laughs> Apple TV upstairs. I have the Blu-ray. I said it in Discord. I have the Blu-ray. Um, it's just fun. It's I've got fun. the print of the shot of boobies. It goes. It's like half. Half. The first half of it is just you think it's a typical horror movie like that, and the second half is kind of funny. There, you realize what's happening, and it, it's just a genuine fun movie to watch yeah. to me. Yeah. No, I I really enjoyed it. I had fun with. Just about every second of it, honestly. Um, I've been jokingly saying to myself, <laughs> the husband bulge, <laughs> ever, ever since I watched it too. Uh, but really good, man. I, I don't think it's over-the-top horror either for people who... No, it's kind of mixed. It's kind of mixed yeah. of sci-fi and horror and Anybody comedy. who doesn't really like horror movies, I think they could think get, behind get into it. What about yeah. the other movie you watched? Well... Nightmare on Elm Street. First time I'd ever seen it. Uh. I I said this to you. It's not my favorite horror movie ever, but I really enjoyed it. It's fun. It and it it's so you can really tell where so many of the horror tropes came from mm-hmm. based on this movie and how it, it just does such a fantastic job of flipping the script on what you expect to happen. I mean, it's it's constantly just surprising you with this, that, and the other. Yeah. It's just good, man. It's now, just it's just really, really solid. You've got to watch if everybody probably knows Freddy Krueger, you've heard it. But I think there's a lot of people who have never just Fred, sat down. Fred Krueger was really hard to stomach. <laughs> Fred the Kruger. name Fred Krueger. Fred Krueger. <laughs> they burned him. Um but <laughs> You really need to go back and watch it because it is iconic. It is, I mean, low budget, but they did stuff in it that was cool. You see Johnny Depp in his in his freaking life. It's his first, first role, movie. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking of low budget, there's only there's one thing in this movie that made me laugh. Let and, me go. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Let me see. Let me see if I can guess. Because there's one scene that always makes me laugh, and I don't know if it, we're on the same page. There is a scene towards the end when he catches on fire, and they, the whoever has the fire suit on, like they didn't like account for it being much bigger than what Freddy actually looked like, and it looks like his head is about the size of like <laughs> no, an astronaut helmet. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Okay. 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 Um, it was after that. After that, the skeleton. The skeleton was funny. Uh, it's it's the end of the movie. The car or no? When she gets pulled, pulled through, through the, the, window, the window, and it's so it's clearly, such a right there. it's so clearly a dummy, and you just see <laughs> her like vinyl legs like flapping back and forth, yeah, that's and good. the voiceover scream is so good. That's it good. just, oh man, I, like a movie that I was kind of gripped by the whole time. For that to be the way that it ended yeah. was just so funny to me, man. Oh, it's such a fun series to watch because it progressively gets wilder. Your arms like flopping. I mean, there's one called the Dream Warriors where the kids like they learn how to like get their own powers in the dream oh, and fight wait. Freddy. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, Freddy Krueger. He, whatever happens in your dreams happens in real life. Johnny Depp literally turns into like gallons of blood in this it's crazy they i don't understand why the paramedics a stretcher up there what are they going to bring out there's nothing well they didn't to, know 
I know, but still, they the they the police they officers could have said they couldn't have known. They knew the, they get the call and they say, yeah, "Come you're up right. here." You're right. But anyway, Freddy Krueger kills you in his dreams. You you know, Nancy is one of the OG Survivor girls. She shows up later on in some of the other movies. Um, you got to watch I didn't it. Know that. It's classic. I'm glad you finally watched it, and I'm glad you're excited to watch the rest of oh, the I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, except for the other no. Nightmare on Elm Street movie that I watched, which was the 2010 remake. This came out of left field. I didn't expect you to watch this. Well, I was already on the train. Train? Trail? I don't Trail. know. Of watching movies. Elm Street. Elm Street movies. And I was like, you know, if I'm if I'm going to watch the remake... Now is the best time for it because the original is fresh in my mind. Yeah. And I did. And while it does some things really, really well, it is so unbalanced and kind of like you don't care about the characters in the same way that you do in the first, in the original. I didn't like it. Um, I think Jackie Earl, Jackie Earl Haley as one Fred Krueger is fantastic. I think they could have did his makeup and mask a little better. No, I liked it. Ooh, I liked it a I lot. Know. I mean, it, he was he was supposed to more better or more accurately represent a, a burn victim. I get that. But and I think they did that exceptionally well. Right. You should watch Freddy vs. Jason. Well, I mean, I'm going to get there eventually. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm excited to no, I'm watch saying, that. Watch it. Okay, I will. Now. I'm doing a podcast. Put it on. We'll watch it. <laughs> Either way, this has been a We're fun... We're going to get demonetized if I do. <laughs> this has been a fun, spooky season rewatch because we've yeah. you've watched movies you've never watched before. Yeah. And we've gotten to share in like movies that have been, you know, either important to me... <laughs> Sorry, one guy who almost drove off the road. He's still time. listening, though. I don't remember your name. I'm very He's sorry. Still listening. But I hope you're still listening. Um, yeah, this has been a, a really fun, spooky season. This has been a really good couple of weeks of content as well. Speaking of content, you want more of it? I do. Do you want more of it? How could they get more of Go it? Go to patreon.com slash podcast for as wow! little as a dollar a month. You can help us out, but at $5, you get all the bonus stuff. You get the uncut episode. We did a review this episode just for Patreon. You get Sample Irresistible. You get Pours from the Floor. You get whatever else we think about. You get stuff that nobody gets. It's, it's literally... Holy... My house. That's probably on Patreon right now. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to cut around some of the stuff, some of the stuff like that. We just, my, my dogs are getting in trouble. Um, I think Stan probably attacked Ace. Probably. Um, but boy. yeah, you get double the amount of content pretty much each week on patreon.com. Um, support us there. Um, you can send a message uh, to this is my burn shop at gmail.com. People, people have sent several messages this week talking about the last episode. You can buy merch on bourbonshop.tedless.com. You can follow us on all social media at my bourbon pod at whiskey mutant at p 1792. Send us a DM there. We talk to you, reply to you. We post a, you know, a little preview of the episode each week. If you're wanting to know what we're going to be talking about, you can go to Facebook. We have a Facebook group there. 
This is my Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Tell people about us. Like, comment, subscribe. I think I need to talk about our new Patreon member. You do have to talk about our new Patreon I met member. I the other day, and <clears throat> all I'm going to say is meat pie. Yes, we do have a new Patreon member. That is Mr. Justin Hodges, yeah. who has been our supporter for, as I'm reading this on screen, three days. <laughs> That's when I saw him the other day, three uh, days ago. At the $5 tier. Uh, Justin, thank you for joining, but I'm curious to hear how uh, the meat pie convinced Have you ever heard him. of a meat pie? Yes, I have. Tell them about a meat pie. Well, it's a... Okay, brace yourselves, right? It's a pie, mm-hmm. but... Instead of fruit, meat. Yeah. And just have you ever seen Sweeney Todd? I have. And I'm not talking. Okay, sorry. Have you ever seen Sweeney Todd? Yeah. I'm you're ruining. Sorry. Have you ever seen Sweeney Todd? Well, that's exactly what a meat pie is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Justin, who actually didn't want his name Hodges to be said because he's actually Justin Hedges. <laughs> Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> um, he makes a great meat pie. And I actually had never made a meat pie. So I went to YouTube to see how to make a meat pie. And Justin Hedges, a.k.a. Justin Hodges, had video <laughs> of how to make his famous meat pie. And I couldn't see it because it said <laughs> it was it was restricted. So I had to personally message Justin Hedges Hodges on how to make his famous meat pie. And some of the stuff he told me made me hungry and horny at the same time. And how did this lead to him joining the Patreon? Well, he said, I wanted to hear what you sound like when you're not edited. And I said, you know what? Join the Patreon. So we joined each other's Patreons. I joined Justin Hedges' meat pie podcast and he joined this in my bourbon podcast and now mm-hmm. i get all his meat picks all his meat recipes and he's sending me samples of his meat and it's a pie it's a literally a pie i can eat his meat with a spoon i can eat, it, eat his meat with a fork he sends me like the ingredients and i gotta make my own meat pie and i'm so happy that he joined our patreon because he gets to hear us talk uncut he gets all the bonus stuff and, you know, it may not be as filling as his meat pie, but we fill people's ears. He fills people's mouths. We're one big family. <laughs> and that's been a podcast. This is my favorite part six of every Six years, baby. <laughs> if you had told me six years ago that that would have been something going in my ear holes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the would have been confused. Our listeners, I would have said, how did I get to this our point? Our listeners are so creative and they're, they, they have are. so much meat. It's insane. I love you guys. I love you, Perry. Thank love you, you for Eric. letting me be part of this for the past couple of years. Um, I ain't going anywhere. So thank God. Yeah. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you so much for all of your support. I love you so much. Couldn't have done it without you until next time. I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast.
That was the weirdest one. That was the weirdest one that you've done. <laughs> I don't know where they come from. They just it just happens.